This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the message of the day. In Jesus' name. Father, we bless you, we worship you, we glorify you. For your children have gathered this morning to receive from you. Make us to be hearers and doers of the word. So that your name will be glorified through the outpouring of your message this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. We'll continue our part two of the message we started last Sunday. Titled The Lost Battle Part Two. We're still taking our message from the book of Second Chronicles chapter 20 and I'll read from verse 1 and it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them other beside the Ammonites came against Joseph to battle then there came some that told Joseph saying there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria and behold they be in Hazazan Nontama which is Engadai and Joseph had feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim the fast throughout all Judah and Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And they received from the Lord. The word of God said, Ask, it shall be what? Given. Seek, it shall do what? Find. They came to seek the Lord and they found the Lord. Somebody that has come to seek the Lord today will find the Lord. Amen. He said, Knock and the door shall be what? As you knock today, nothing will be withheld from you in Jesus' name. Amen. And when they came, the Lord spoke. That day, the Lord gave them instructions of what to do. But in summary, we know what happened. How God rose up to fight for them, and they ended up with great abundance. I don't know the battle the enemy has raised against you. You are going to come out victorious in Jesus' name. Amen. Abundance will follow you at the end of that battle. Amen. In agreement, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So in our past one of this message, the Lord taught us how the multitude of enemies that gathered against King Joseph of Judah was discomfited and defeated by the power of God. Today, mankind is still going through let's bow over our souls. We have unlimited number of battles. Battles from the marine world. Battles from worship kingdoms. Battles from aquatic kingdoms. From water spray kingdoms. We have battles fashioned against us to alter God's purpose for us. But why men slay? They did what? Came and so ties among the way. Even when I sleep, there are battles we go through. When you say, ah, 
let me rest. At least I have worked hard today. I've achieved so much. Let me rest. They say, rest where? Rest where are you going to rest? They come. Spiritual battles, physical battles. We have financial battles. That we go through every time in life. We have economical battles. Like the battle over Nigeria, we have economical battles. Most African countries, most countries of the world, they are battling over their economies. We have marital battles. We have battles over our health. Battles in ministries. And at times, physical battles in countries. And I pray these battles will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. So these battles are fashioned against mankind in and destroying, stealing, and killing the destinies of man. Did I prophesy that every power fashioned to steal, kill, or destroy your relevance in life will be humbled by the man of war? Amen. The Lord will fight for you. And you will hold your peace. Amen. Can I agree? Shout hallelujah. So in our part two of this message for today, there are things that the Lord wants us to come to terms with. Number one, First Corinthians declares, they say, Wherefore, let him that thinketh his standard take heed, lest he fall. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11 declares that the battle is not to the strong. Hello? Nor the rest to the swift. It is not him that slaps his opener first that wins the fight. Is that true? Victory is not determined on who activates the war. Not the person that slaps first that ends up winning the battle. The fact that you are the one that took your neighbor to court does not mean you win the case. Because when you initiate an action, there are superior powers that determines how those battles will end. Today I prophesy that marine will shall battle against you must backfire in Jesus' name. Amen. Every war surrounding your destinies must buy in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord wants us to know that those who activate battles do not necessarily end up winners. Why does it happen that way? Because God determines the winner. He determines the winner. There are multiple battles surrounding mankind. But who win depends on who God decides to win. And I want to declare this morning that that spiritual war program against you must end in your favor. Amen. I say it must end in your favor. Another thing the Lord wants us to understand is that your reaction when you encounter situations beyond your control determines your success or failure. Your reaction when you encounter situations beyond your control determines your success or your failure. How do you react when the unfavorable situations? How do you react? When you come in contact with those situations you feel that, ah, you can't handle, how do you react? King Joseph has saw a situation he couldn't handle. How did he react? As same people, they look for other gods. As same people, they look for solutions, man-made solutions. But Joseph had, went straight to the Lord. There is what is called fear of the Lord and fear of the devil. Hello? 
when you allow the fear of the devil to possess you, it goes into unbelief and doubt. It goes into worry, anxiety. You get confused. And you keep on doing what the devil wants you to do. You get confused and you keep on doing what the devil wants you to do. He positions the person in the realm of confusion so that you keep on getting entangled from one problem to the other. But when you are controlled by fear of the Lord, when the natural fear comes, then the fear of the Lord will direct you to your creator. Hello? The fear of the Lord will tell you, do you know I'm there for you? I'm your God. I'm the man of war. So King Joseph, I rushed to the Lord. Before the Lord, he opened up everything. He said, if you tell us to go and fight, we can't even fight this people. We don't even have what it takes to fight this people. We must learn to open up ourselves before the Lord. Because most times we still come before the Lord as big guys, big chicks. Then we tell him the one he will do and the one we will do. King Joseph had opened up, saying we are nobody. This land number one was not our, but you gave it to us. Look at the covenant you established with our forefathers. We are inheritors of this blessing. Covenant. Will you break this covenant at this level? And the Lord said, no, I can't. Many people see themselves running to the Kokoti kingdom. They run, get into court, go to Wishaf kingdom to possess power. They will know that absolute power resides in the hands of the almighty God. Every power that does not originate from the Lord will never stand. And every power which you against you must fall for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. When we have something or confront something beyond us, things we feel we cannot control, the first thing we must do is to run back to the Lord. He said, call upon me in the time of trouble. Call upon me. I will answer you. We don't have to begin to tell the Lord he cannot handle this problem. Most times we look at situation around us, we begin to cry. We will refuse to pray. Because we look at the situation that's so overwhelming. And we begin to analyze, where will God start? Where will God start? Even if he starts, when will he solve the problem? We limit our God. Instead of praying, we begin to cry. Instead of fasting, we go on hunger strike without praying to show God that we're angry. Yes, but the Lord told me to tell a young man, say, go and prepare your international passport. And the man looked at the whole scenario. Abroad, I don't have anybody abroad. Within me, who dash monkey banana me traveling abroad? So he explained the almighty God and felt that God cannot. He's not in a position to send me abroad. So he went to sleep. And one day in his office, there's someone here. Please, can I have your international passport? He said, ah, it's at home. He rushed back to the By the time he brought it, it had expired. He said, let me rush to the passport. They said, no, we cannot wait. Next, the next senior officer, they took him in place of that. He missed it. Because he looked at the situation. Going abroad, I don't have any relation, I don't have any friend. Here, I can't. In times of trouble, how do you assess your God? Do you still see him as the almighty God? As the awesome God? Or do you still bring him down to your level of nobody? The level you place God is the level he works for you. 
if you press him at this level, he works. If you see him as an awesome God, he will do awesome things for you. And my prayer for somebody today, God will meet you at the level of his awesomeness in Jesus' name. How do you react to those attacks from the marine kingdom, which have aquatic water spirit kingdom? How do you react when you are faced with spiritual battles? For King Josephus, he called upon the name of the Lord. How many of us are calling upon the name of the Lord? In spirit and in truth? How many? He said, call upon me and I'll answer thee and show the great and mighty thing that that knoweth not. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. He didn't say, call upon me some. He said, call upon me, I'll answer thee. He said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered them from out of them. All. He didn't say so. But they all are coming. It's not. That worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and what? In truth. For the Father seeketh such. For God is a spirit. And those that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. When you call upon him, do you call upon him in spirit? Do you call upon him in truth? Because the prayer of a sinner is an abomination unto the Lord. That's what the Lord is saying. He said, my children are not calling me in spirit and in truth. Today, Sunday, the churches are filled up with how many are calling upon him in spirit and in truth. The prayer, the voice of a sinner is an abomination unto the Lord. But righteousness exalts a nation. He said, The eyes of the Lord upon the righteous, upon the righteous, and his ears open unto their cry. I cannot say who qualifies or who do not qualify to be among the righteous here. But I know that the prayers of the righteous here will receive attention today in Jesus' name. Amen. For the Lord to take over your battles, you must come to him in the name of the Lord. They came to him through fasting. They came to him through prayer. He said, men ought always to what? Pray. Are we prayerful this time? In the battle before us, are we prayerful? He said, pray without ceasing. In every situation in life, we must call upon the name of the Lord continuously. Most of us don't pray until we get attacked in the night. In our sleeping, that we wake up. Fire, 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 fire. Fire when the enemy has entered the house. If you into the Holy Ghost, fire. It is important we pray. Let there be a wall of fire around about us. In our sleep, in our dreams, in our wake, in our going out, in our coming in. So that even when they fire that bullet or arrow, it will just fall off. He said, Behold, they shall surely gather. Because whether they will fight, they will fire. Whether they will come against you, they will come. But the word of God declared that it will not stand. And that is why everyone against you must bow for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Christ needs to rise up and call upon the name of the Lord continuously. The church, you and I need to call upon the name of the Lord continuously. Our nation, our states, churches, Muslims, Nigerians need to call upon the name of the Lord continuously for peace in this nation and for peace in our homes and lives. How do we call upon the name of the Lord? Of course, in unity, one accord. As the apostles were in one accord, suddenly they came in rushing mind to what? When the Holy Ghost visited. The power of the Holy Ghost was made manifest. 
Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in what? Unity. Psalm 1,31. Very pleasant. He said, every kingdom divided against itself shall not stand. There is power in unity. Power in unity of purpose. That's why he said, one shall chase a thousand to what? Why didn't he say two, two thousand? One shall chase a thousand. Be two ten. Why didn't he say two two? He's telling us the power of agreement. The power of agreement. Where two or three are gathered in my what? They can do what multitudes will never do. Two people that are in agreement, three people that are in agreement, can pull down walls that one million people cannot pull. Who are disunited can never pull down. This unity is the problem with the body of Christ in Nigeria. As brothers and sisters, this unity, this, you should be as wise as serpents. There are things that the kingdom of the devil have we need to see. Learn from those things, hold on to them. As wise as serpents is a deadly animal. But why would God say, be as wise as serpents? There are things if witches are planning to attack, you will not know. They accomplish it. They say we have the power of God. They even be afraid, you won't even know. They get what they We need to pray for unity for us to achieve. God purpose for us in life. Unity must prevail in the body of Christ. In our families, we need to be united. As a nation, we need to be united. In the body of Christ, we need to be united. United in prayer, united in fasting to overcome the challenges of the devil. For us to overcome the battles of life, we must be fervent in prayer and in fasting. And for God to turn our battles to his own battle, unity of purpose is required. This nation must be united in prayer. The masses must be united in prayer. The Muslims must be united in prayer. Christians must be united in prayer. Children of God, you and I must be united in our prayers, irrespective of our denominations or locations. Spiritual unity is very, very important. I prophesy that from today, every son of war against your destiny must scatter unto dissolution. When you stand up for the Lord in prayer, in fasting, in holiness, the Lord will turn your battle to his own battle. Amen. King Joseph stood out in prayer, stood out in fasting with the children of Israel. They stood out before the Lord. We don't have any other thing, but we have you, Lord. You are the one that gave us this land. We didn't give it to ourselves. We don't even have the power. Remember you. You gave this land as a gift to your friend Abraham. From generation to generation. You are the one that has been preserving this land. Look at the We don't have anybody. But we have you. We have you. United in prayer, they call upon the Lord. United in fasting, they call upon the Lord. In sanctification, holiness, they call upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord said, one with God is one what? My church. Your battle is not my battle. Today, your battles will turn to the Lord's battle. Amen. God took over the battle. He took over the battle. He took over the battle. I prophesy today as you stand united, spiritually and physically, as we stand united prayerfully, the Lord will come down for our sake. Amen. He will come down for your sake. You come out for the sake of this nation. You come out for the sake of body of Christ. Amen. Can I give me a shout, Hallelujah? Amen. 
they did something and God came down God came down he said don't worry my children don't worry my children this battle is mine do not be dismayed by reason of this multitude do not be worried do not panic by reason of this multitude he spoke years them spiritual guidelines what did they do because they fulfill their own part of the bargain and God came down to fulfill his own they fulfill their own part of the bargain and God came down to fulfill. <laughs> in serving God, there are due processes too. I tell you, people, the government in heaven, what we are seeing on earth is, which is copied from government in heaven. Copied from government in heaven. The one in heaven is built on righteousness, and the one in, on earth is unrighteous. And that's why they alter things on it. Children of Israel and the tribe of Benjamin, they have, they have problems. They went, they were defeated. They came back to God. Ah, God. Oh, we are sorry, we are defeated. Maybe we didn't seek your face. God said, Go. I got you both. They went again, they were defeated. They said, Ah. But he told us to go. Ignorance is not an excuse in the spiritual realm. Ignorance is not an excuse. Don't be ignorant of the devices of who? The devil. It's not an excuse. They refused to follow the due process. God said, Move. But they didn't follow the due process. But he told us to go. <laughs> they didn't pray. They didn't fast. They didn't want to put They didn't sanctify themselves. Make the same holy for that battle. The days of Abraham, Moses, God would say, Sanctify yourself. I want to move. You can't just move like that. Mm-mm. The ark cannot be carried like that. Those days before they carried the ark, they will sanctify the whole nation will go into prayer, fasting. Keep off from your wives. Then you move. God will move. Pentecostal pastors. Members, fear. Nobody wants to wait upon the Lord. Nobody wants to sanctify themselves. They want to achieve the same results. And they say, Paul is not moving like that to the old. We are the problem. It's not the power of God that is the problem. We are the problem. When they sanctified themselves the third time, they prayed, they fasted, they went, they conquered the Benjamites. The Lord told Moses, Go and deliver my people in Egypt. And he was going. All of a sudden, the angel of God came to kill him. Ah! To kill somebody, he sent on error. The wife took a knife and cut off part of his flesh. You bloody husband. Blood for blood, circumcision. That Moses didn't do. And the angel of death released him. And he went and fulfilled that purpose. That God sent him to go and deliver the Hebrews from Egypt. Was not that he should not follow the due process of circumcision. The day he was born, that was the day they took him to River Nile. There was no circumcision. He grew as an Egyptian. No circumcision. From there, when the father was the deliverer, he ran away. Until that encounter with Burning Bush, no circumcision. And when God sent him, I want to kill him again. There is no ignorance in the spiritual realm. But the wife understood the game. It was about circumcision. He quickly cut his flesh and then he was released. The letter killed Most of them would take it for granted. Pentecostal, Pentecostal we don't know where to draw the line and seek understanding in spiritual things. We must keep our own part of the bargain for God to come down. Fulfill the needful. He just did the necessary things he needed to do. He did the, needed, the necessary things. Most of them, when the Lord tell me to go, family liberation, go for programs outside here. 
I don't just look at him to go. I must fast. I must wait upon him. There are situations after I ask him, is it okay? We have approval to go. He said, no, my son. Fast again. You will add more days. That time you add more days. And by the time I will complete that number of days, is this okay, Lord? He said, no. I go out and come back with victory. If they say governor wants to see you today, how do you go for that appointment? How do you go for that appointment? You can begin to look for the best suit you have. To dry clean it, if you don't have, you borrow. Look for good shoes. Because you want to appear neat before the governor, before the president, before the local government, before the MD of that company that you're going for interview. You prepare yourself. You look neat. Haircut. Then when it comes upon me, you just move anyhow. No holiness. No sanctification. No prayer. No fasting. You just move. God will understand. God will not understand. The hour comes. And it's now that true worshippers shall worship Father in spirit and in truth. Shall worship God in spirit and truth. For the Father seeketh such. God is a spirit, and those that must worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. There are spiritual requirements we must put in place for God to come down for our sake. King Joseph had put that in place, and God came down for His sake. Today, God will come down for the sake of somebody here. In every battle of life confronting you from today, the Lord will come down for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. God will arise in your favor as a covenant-keeping God. Amen. The next one is that you must allow God to fight your battles for you. Most times we struggle with God over who is the head, who is the driver, who is the pilot. Uh, God, you have told me now, wait now. We want to assume the position of God and play God. As pastors, as members, as parents, as the head of organization, we want to play the role of God. No? He told them, this is where these people are. They sing and praise me, worship me and walk towards them. Uh-uh. How do we praise? How do we sing? They will know we are coming. They will know we are coming. King Joseph and the children of Israel obeyed the Lord. One thing is hearing the voice of God, another thing is obeying that same voice. Some are hearers and not doers. At times, our evil wisdom comes into manifestation. Evil wisdom comes into manifestation. We begin to think, God must have made mistake here. No, 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 no. We can't go this way. We can't go this way. God has made mistake. We can't be singing, man. They will know we are coming. Go Rabbi and daughter and say, no, no, no. The Spirit of God is no longer with Moses. Moses, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. God has departed from you. Let us take over. Miriam and Aaron said to Moses, no, 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 no. We have had enough of you. We've been tolerated. Do you know you are, you are our genius? The same God that speaks to you speaks to us too. It's enough. We'll listen to you again. The hand that promoted King Saul made King Saul relevant. But the same hand that made him irrelevant. The same hand that demoted him. The same hand that removed that anointing. And he came out worse because he died a wizard. He came out worse. Was, if he was just like an ordinary Israelite that lived, maybe he would have made it. But did God do the wrong thing by promoting him? By making him king? That is what evil wisdom can cause. Wisdom will make you begin to tell God how to do his business. 
begin to make you tell the man of God. We must allow God to fight our battles for us. The way King Joseph had committed the battle into the hands of the Lord and removed his hand, God took over, fought for him, granted him total victory. Not only did he give him victory, that battle ended in abundance. I prophesy, every battle program to swallow you will not only bring victory your way, it will end in abundance in Jesus' name. Amen. They obeyed the war for direction of the Lord without compromising. <laughs> when God turns your battle to his battle, you will encounter the following. Number one, the hunter will become the hunted. When God turns your battle to his own battle, you begin to experience the following. The hunter becomes the hunted. That hunter that was hunting you because he felt that he's bigger than you never knew there is a bigger God in your favor he's not seen. The same way he's hunting you, the same way your God is hunting him. And of course, at the end of the day, your God will give you victory and you hold your peace in Jesus' name. I didn't have a better amen. amen. And that means that every eater of flesh and drinkers of blood after your life will eat their own flesh. Amen. Will eat their own flesh. Amen. Will eat their own flesh. Amen. And drink their own blood. Amen. Number two. What is ordained to swallow you? They will end up swallowing their selves. Today I prophesy that Holy Ghost sponsored confusion and commotion will consume every marine kingdom, every worship kingdom, every kingdom waging war against you in the name of Jesus. Every spiritual battle against you must backfire. Spiritually, they must backfire. Physically, they must backfire. Financially, they must backfire. Economically, they must backfire. Maritally, they must backfire. Health wise, with them, must backfire. If an agreement, shout hallelujah. Every tear of sorrow, mourning, the enemy has fashioned against you this year, must turn around to tears of joy. Every weapon of destruction fashioned against you must cut and backfire. They must cut and backfire. Amen. They must cut and backfire. Mm. In every battle of our life, God must be glorified. Amen. That battle that was brought against King Joseph and the children of Israel, it was impossible for King Joseph to come out a winner in the natural realm. But in the sight of God, we got all things are what? Possible. Impossibilities turned around to possibility and God became glorified I don't know the kind of what you are going through in life I don't know the battles that he has brought to your doorstep it could be spiritual, it could be physical battles it could be financial battles it could be economical battles it could be material battles, marital battles battles health wise but I want you to understand you are coming out victorious you are coming out victorious. You are coming out victorious. You are coming out victorious. 
You are coming out victorious. You are coming out victorious. You are coming out victorious. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the devil has gathered for your destruction, we bring honor unto the Lord in Jesus' name. They gather three nations. May God turn it to honor. God turn it to honor. I don't know whether that gang from Marine can I guess you. Gang from Wishaf Kingdom. From the occult. From the water spray kingdom. Gang up in the physical and the spiritual. Ah, today. God will be honored for your sake in Jesus' name. Amen. Those gathered were scattered in the name of the Lord. Amen. Because the Lord will fight for somebody here. Amen. And you will hold your peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Rise up and begin to bless the name of the Lord for the message we have had this morning. Begin to thank you for answer prayers. And if you have not given your life to Christ, it's a wonderful time for you to give your life to Christ. And I want you to begin to talk to the Lord, ask him for mercy, for not coming on board all this while, for believing the lies of the enemy, the devil. But now that you have made up your mind, to come on board, ask him to remove your name from the book of death and write them in the book of life. We ask for your blood, Lord, to prefer your children that as many as have made up their mind to receive you right now, Father, and set them into your kingdom. Welcome them back into your kingdom. Write their names where the enemy has placed them in the book of hell and make them to be worthy sons and daughters of God body to spend eternity with you in heaven. And for those of us who are Christians in different ways we are, let us begin to ask the Lord for his mercies in all areas we offended him in words and actions and thoughts. Let his precious blood purge us from our sins and iniquity and righteousness so that his will for us will be made manifest. Father, I receive our prayers so that our prayers will never be an abomination unto you. That all the blessings you have released through today's service will locate us to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.